in all honesty, I don't think, you know, a last regular season game, I don't think you want it any other way. Not the ending, but just going into over the overtimes that we did and just having a fight until the end. You don't want it any other way. Um, as a competitor, you want you want to be able to make a, a difference in a game like that. So I was super excited for that, and I'm super blessed to be a part of a game like this. Um, and like I said, ebbs and flows just are a product of a competitive game and two good teams battling to the end and going against each other and, and guys making plays back and forth. So um, I love, of course, not the outcome, but I've, I've loved being a part of this game particularly, um, especially playing with the teammates that I play with that want to compete each and every play as well. Why do you think the offense struggled in the second half and, and overtime in that second half? You know, that's above my pay grade. Um, when we get in on Monday, Coach Arod, Coach Fessy, we'll probably, whenever we talk about it, um, Coach Fessy and Coach Arod, um, and then the, all the other coaches like Coach Harvey, Coach Clark, Coach Funk, they'll talk to each position group and they'll talk to the offense as a unit and let us know what we, what we could have done better um, and how we need to adjust some things. But I don't know those. I don't have that answer. Um, you know, our team is a lot different than the rest of college football, I would say, just because of who our head coach is. You know, a lot of teams, when they don't make a bowl game, the season is a waste. Um, but our team specifically, we don't view it as that, just because, like Eddie was just talking about, like the friendships that we make, the bonds that we have with each other, the bond that we have with our coaches, the university. Um, it's frustrating, of course, not to take our seniors to a bowl game. It's frustrating not to be able to play another football game just because we love this game so much. But the unity and love that we've created, um, I think the record um, doesn't exemplify what this season means to us. Um, as a unit, as a team, so. For you, I know motions are fresh, but do you plan to run it back another year? I know you already had four, this is your fourth season mm -hmm. in the program, but you plan to come back next season. Oh, heck yeah. So much work to be done. Um, I'm so excited for the challenge. I know, you know, sports is kind of, you kind of move on after things like this because it's year in and year out. Um, so, of course, I want to love up the seniors, um, love up my coaches that have blessed us to put us in opportunities like this, but I'm so excited to get back to work and um, come back in the Big Tail BYU and make something happen. You talk about loving up the seniors, uh, the exchange with Isaac Rex, what's, what's kind of in there for the team and um, I talked about this a little bit outside. Um, I mean, if somebody looked up, Google Isaac Rex, you don't Google that fumble. You find that he's a record breaker at BYU. Um, you find that he has a beautiful family. You find that he has a dad that is also a legend here. Um, you find that he is a part <clears throat> of a university that allots us as players and as student athletes um, such great opportunities. So um, just from my perspective, just w I just want him to know that that play doesn't define him at all. Like all of our greatest idols that we've ever looked up to, Rocky, Balboa, even though he's a fictional character, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Deion Sanders, Tiger Woods, they've all had moments where they may have fallen short or somebody on the other end has made a great play. Um, that's kind of out of your control, but just realizing who he is as a person, who he is, who he is as a player, and that his name will be etched in BYU history 
forever, and especially in our minds as his teammates and the coaches, of course. So. Cody, what was working so well on offense in that first half, especially after the first drive or two, you had of slip ups and then missed up some yeah. And it felt like you guys really kind of found a good rhythm and I think I think for the first time, and I think this was kind of what happened last game as well. For the first time, I think all season, we had majority of dudes healthy in most of the offensive rooms, and just everybody getting involved was so much fun. Like we had Kibo who made an incredible catch. You got Chase making plays. You got Aiden making plays. You got me making a couple catches. You had just everybody involved. I think when our offense gets all the guys involved, and of course, when everybody's healthy to do so, um, our offense is, is something to, you know, something to look out for. So, um, I was so blessed to be able to be on the field with Kibo and Chase because I know it's been a long season where some of us have been together and then not so much for others. But to be on the field with all those dudes tonight was such an honor and such a blessing. So, I think that was the key to our offense doing so well, just having all the guys. What lesson? Be involved. Do you feel like, Last question for Cody. What lesson do you feel like this team learned about navigating a Big 12 schedule? Um, I think the biggest thing from my perspective is just me as, you know, kind of a leader because I've been here for a minute, just seeing um, what the younger guys on the football team need moving forward, which is to make sure everybody feels comfortable and know that we're a part of this and that we can win games. We've had a lot of close games with a lot of highly touted ranked teams in the in college football so I think um just using that as motivation to make everybody feel comfortable that we don't have to fill our way out in any situation we are we're here for a reason and we can win these football games and we can compete at the highest level because we've we've done it week in and week out so all right thanks Cody.